הכהן הם בדברוי. רבי, this is my first successful attempt to begin and stay with Daf Yomi. Amazingly, there have been several instances where the day's Daf lessons overlapped with something going on on that same day, including my children's homework or even a quick shear led by my shul's rabbi immediately following Shachras. Good luck in Shabbos and Erevin. I don't know if that's going to be a daily thing. I am thoroughly enjoying each day's eight minutes and sometimes the full shear when time permits. Ay, 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 ay. Everybody should have time for the full shear, no? Unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Mark, Mark. Every day you have to make time for this. Ah, okay, fine. He's doing tshuva. Ideally, it is best suited for my commute into work each morning by train. Oh, he's going on train, so he has plenty of time. If I can make one simple request, as I am sure thousands of others here on the East Coast of the U.S. would agree, is that you consistently post both shiurim by approximately 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This would ensure that many of us can listen and learn before work and start our day off properly. If a post later becomes an end of work day, listen. I am sure you have many other commitments, so if that's not possible, I understand. Thank you again and Mazel Tov for a great job and for your new grandson, respectfully, Mark Coulter, Great Neck, New York. So that's one. I'm going to address that in a second. Um, oh, hello. This is from Kasriel Gwartzman. I firstly wanted to thank you on your eight-minute daf. It's amazing and helped my learning immensely. I've spoken with a bunch of huge fans, and we have one request. Do you think you can get it out earlier? I find it tremendously helpful always, but especially when I can listen on the way to Shul. With much appreciation, Kasriel Gwartzman, may you continue to have the strength to spread Torah worldwide. So, obviously, the idea is to get it out the night before. And... Uh, Somebody's, somebody asked me, how long does it take you to record the eight-minute daf? Eight minutes? <laughs> and the answer is no, about three hours in addition to preparing the daf. It's just, just preparing the eight minutes just to summarize it. Then there's another two hours of video editing, which Baruch Hashem, I have a lot of help from Ruven Chait now. So, yes, it's supposed to come out the night before. Unfortunately... The short Erev Shabbos, Shabbos, it's very difficult to produce a video after Shabbos, after the Zashir, etc. No excuses. We are on board. We, we are where we need to be right now. Today's video is on time. And Bezer Hashem, we're going to try to make a tremendous effort to get it out uh, in time. Okay, so that being said. And we have the whole issue with the WhatsApp. There's, there's already 16,000 people and just to get it out is, is crazy. But we're, once we have that down packed, it should come out on time because most people actually, not most, a lot of people tell us that they enjoy it as a hachana, preparation to. So anyways, we understand it's very important. Uh, one more email. Baruch Hashem, I just at 40,000 feet. This is the first time I ever remember learning Gemara on an airplane. When the Gemara says, matzah matzah, don't forget that the matzah was soft and it could actually wrap the broken matzah. Okay, it has a whole shot of moisty matzah. Thank you for the sheer, in parentheses, sure. In other words, he's been listening, he listened yesterday for sure. Loving every minute of being part of the Fiyoimi, Danny. P.S. How does one get to join the WhatsApp group? Uh-oh. If he's talking about the, the WhatsApp group for the sheer, 
So the, we're, we're starting another group for the whole world. There's one that's specifically for this group because of the Zmanim and everything else. Anyways, this is our good buddy, Michael Cohen, the lawyer. He came to visit us and it says, I can't see either. This is Oilam Haba, Chazdei Hashem. And he says, he thinks that this guy over here is Bernie the Burn. And he says, Daf Yoyimi, Shwarma Coke and a cigar in Ben Yehuda on vacation is Oilam Haba. And he has the little daf going on here. Okay, great. This is all for one day. I got uh, at least uh, four pictures of people like this. I'm only going to show some of them today. This is Shlomo Skolnik in Miami with the daf. Um, who else do we have here? We have our good old friend Gary. We truly miss him. It's not been the same, Gary. He's pretending to learn here. <laughs> Looking. <laughs> Gary! This is a lot. Anyways, fine. I think that's it for today. Who? Oh, okay. My pleasure. You're a great guy. Fine. Let's go right there. Start. What time is it? Yeah, this I need for later. Ten minutes. We'll put it over here. We're holding where we need to be holding. And believe it or not, we are on Daf Mem. I mean, we just started Shas, and we're on Daf Mem. That's how Shas goes. It goes by real quickly. Hold on tight, and we'll be at the end soon. Omer Rav, we're discussing the concept of a hefsek. If one makes a birkas hamoitzi, and then talks, then he has to repeat the bracha. However, there are a few exceptions. Omer Rav, toil baruch, toil baruch. Take this piece of challah that came from a bracha. Take this piece of challah. So, like, your wife is spacing out or something in the middle of the meal. Here, take the challah. And she's not listening, you say it again. That's not considered a hefzik because whatever is important to the bracha, that's not considered a hefzik. Pass the salt, bring the, the relish. That's not important to the meal. So, according to this man, the Omar, you have to repeat the bracha again. You're just saying a word. If you say a word by mistake, you have to repeat the bracha. Rabbi Yochanan Omar. Oh, Rabbi Yochanan Omar. Afilu haviu melach haviu lifton nami einoit zarech levarech. He says that salt and relish is not a hefsek. Einoit zarech levarech. We're going to go into it a little bit more. Hamaytzi lechem in aretz. Person, you washed. You said hamaytzi lechem in aretz, and you did not. Cut your bread, you didn't bite into it, and you started talking. You said, sit down, or whatever you said has nothing to do with eating the bread. You have to say the bracha again. Now, Now, if you just read it, what does that mean? Make food for the ox. Make food for the ox. That's nothing to do with the, the hamaytzi. So, of course, it's a hefzik. Sheisha says, no. You say, make food, prepare food, or nowadays, Get the dog food. Nami No? Okay. Nami You're not allowed to eat yourself before you give food to your animal. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu does it, we have to mimic HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Baruch Hu gives food to the animals first, then to the humans. We also have to give food to our animals. So when you tell your child, go make sure that the dog has food, before you cut into the bread, before you eat the bread, that's not considered a hefsek. Says Taisvis. We should jump into Taisvis. Tav Taisvis, Havi Melach. Five lines from the bottom. 
Beautiful Taisvis. Mir Rabbeinu Menachem Oyim Edaklik Ma'oid Lohavi Melech Al Shulchan. Kedisa B'Medrash. Kishi Yisrael Yoyishim Al Shulchan Umamtinim Zem Zeh Chitli Yidem. So people sit down at the table after they wash their hands, and they're just sitting idle. Bein Beloy Mitzvahs. Since they can't talk in learning, they're not saying. Oh, they're just sitting. Hasatan Mikatrik Aleim. That's a great time for the Yitzhahara, the Sultan, to jump in and get them. He says that's why we have salt, and that gives us uh, protection. The Bishayosef says another reason. The reason why we have salt is to the mizbeach. We used to pour salt on the mizbeach. So if so, you don't really have to dip your bread in the salt. That's nothing to do. Just the salt being there is like the mizbeach. However, the mishaburu brings that al pikabala. There's an inyan to dip your. Dip your bread in salt three times. Okay. What? What does the gross say? I think you're supposed to. Fine. Now, we're, as we're going to see soon, maybe I'll just say it now. Let's just see it inside and we'll say it then. Oh, my rubber. Oh, my rubber by Shmuel. So now the Gemara is going to say Rav Bashmol, and back in the day, I don't know if uh, whoever was here remembers, I once went through the entire Shas counting all the Ravas there are, and I think I, I forgot what I came out with. Like 53 different types of Ravas. We have Rava and Abaya, and then there's Rav Bashmol and Rav Bar this, 53 different Ravas in Shas. I think, I, I wrote it down somewhere, I have to find it. But anyways, here's one of them. And once we bring, which is an unusual name, the Gemara brings three Allahs from him that are not necessarily have to do with our Sugya. You have to prepare yourself before you make the bracha. You don't want people to make a hefsek. So, you have to make sure that everybody has their salt, everybody has their relish in front of them, and then you make a bracha. And one time, Rav Bashmul himself, the author of this halacha, they have to make sure that everybody has salt, he went ahead and he cut his bread before he had salt. What, you took it back? This is a refined bread. It comes from refined flour. Refined flour doesn't need my salt, doesn't need the relish. So it depends on the bread. Says Taisvis, in our days that we have refined flour, so you don't need salt. So if you don't need salt, then you shouldn't say melach, melach. A lot of people say, oh, melach. Says Taisvis, no. Wants the salt for whatever reason. Wants the salt. He could say Melach. It's part of the bracha. I require you to say the bracha of Amaytzi again. So aside Allah, once we mention it, if one wants to empty out his bladder, the best way to do it is sitting. Because we're talking about again this issue of having droplets on the leg and it'll look like he has mamzerim. So if you want to be really careful, sit. And if there's soft dirt, you could be standing, it won't get to the leg. And if he doesn't have that, you should stand in a high place. And into a lower place. After every meal, eat some salt that will be good for your health. And after drinking a lot of wine or whatever it is, drink water. Says the Ramah, that if you have salt in your food already, then you don't have to do this eights of the Gemara. It's already included in your... And if you have 
any kind of drink that has water, maybe soda has water, a lot of water, more sugar, but it has some water. So, you're not going to be damaged. But if you don't eat salt, you don't drink water after different beverages. You'll have bad breath, especially if you don't brush your teeth. Askara is like the worst disease in those days. So if you don't eat salt or drink water after your food, as we'll see, that food is the cause of Askara. It has to do with the intestines. And therefore, it's dangerous. You should be... No, uh, does it say... Oh, you shouldn't have... Yeah, you have salt, but not a lot. It, no, it's all the more it says that there's three things that too much of it is not good, a little bit is good. So a little is very good. Don't say how much. Take a little salt. Turn around bottom. If a person soaks his food in water, meaning he he puts so much water in his body that when he puts the food in afterwards, it literally feels like it's floating inside over there. He will, he will not come to diseases. I actually have a picture of this. It has nothing to do, it's like literally a tangent. But this guy, I thought it's, it has a lot of musr to, to tire also. The world champion of hot dog eating, it stood at 25 hot dogs. In 12 minutes. This guy came along and he did 50. 50 hot dogs. How? What? Yeah. Yeah, this is Kobayashi. Kobayashi. So how did he do it? Basically, he figured out that if you take the hot dog bun and you dip it in water real quickly, then it breaks down that starch and you could eat it. So I thought, uh, no, as I was reading this, yeah. He, so I, just, I just thought about it. And then when I thought about that, I was like, oh. That reminds me of, what's his name, of Roger Bannister, right? Nobody could run a, a four-minute mile until he came along in, in 54, and he ran the four-minute mile, and as soon as he did it, two other people did it that same year, and then 1,400 people have done it since. So what's he said? What does that have to do with us? Tremendous, I have a lot to say about this topic, I, seriously. It's a tremendous insight in life, that in my show, for instance, in Chicago, where I dive in a lot, there, there must be 10 guys that are under 30 years old that are multimillionaires. And if you think about why. They, they don't come from wealthy families. Because of this Yisoyed. Because in their head, it's, it's, it's doable. Everybody does it. Everybody in Chicago, they, so, so you're 22 years old. You buy a nursing. What's the big deal? But if you take that Yisoyed, I think it's smart to take the Yisoyed and do it for learning. Because like 100 feet away from this base marriage, there's a guy, his name is Ravi Pesson. You're all probably familiar with him. He only sleeps like two hours a night. He's sending out Chidush Torah at four in the morning. You say to yourself, oh, if he could do it, why can't we do it? So anyways, it's Yisoyed in life. It's a big, big Yisoyed. You want to use it for money, great. I think it's better to use it for Torah. But how did this come about? I have no idea. If a person soaks his food in water, like Kobayachi, I didn't know he's like a, I guess he's a famous guy. Today it's already 64. He's a famous guy. We're all famous. if you really want good Musr, I'm not kidding. One of the best Muslims I ever did was watch a video about Kobe Bryant. As bad as the guy is, you saw this about learning Shankar Mahi. The amount of hasmada that he had. When it says basketball, just stick in Torah. 
and you'll, you'll see things like, unbelievable. You just get up at four in the morning, morning and learn, it'll be better than everybody else. That's the Yisraeli about Kobe and Jordan. Anyways, If you drink a whole flask of water with every bread, whatever the bread size was in those days, a flask in those days, then you won't come to any diseases of the intestines. If you eat lentils once every 30 days, you won't have ascaros. This, you need to see Rashi inside. You won't believe me. Says Rashi, the whole ascaros, this whatever asthma, whatever, this terrible disease that it restricts the, the breathing, comes from a disease of the intestines. Lentils cause shilshul. You won't be constipated, and therefore, you, the person won't have ascaros. Don't, don't eat too much of it. That's a terrible idea. Because it causes bad breath. If you eat mustard once every 30 days, this also prevents disease. Don't eat it every day. Too, too much of a good thing is not good. Weaken the heart. If somebody eats sardines or anything like that in a bully day, it prevents intestines disease. They heal the body. What is Ketzach? So says Rashi, Pshat number one, he says it's fennel, it's this thing right over here. But he doesn't like that Pshat. And he goes away and he says Ketzach is, I didn't realize that a lot of products in Israel have it, and even says Ketzach right over here. It's this black seed that's on the, uh, huh? I don't know what it is. I don't think Rashi, uh, the art scroll brings the taich in English, but anyway, it says some sort of seed. I believe in Hebrew, this is what Ketzach is. It's on a lot of different stuff. Yeah, everybody should have one. Taste, because it's very, very healthy, and don't smell it because it could kill you. Harago Ketzach, I'm serious, open it up because I'm not going to eat it. So if you eat Ketzach, you won't have heartache. I don't know if it means literally or emotionally or whatever. You won't have a heartache. Before you eat it, listen to what the Gemara says. It's one of the 60 poisons of the world. And if you sleep to the east of it, because the wind will come and blow it into your face and a person could die. Yes, you're right. The smell of it will kill you. But the taste is delicious and it saves you from heartache. The Rabiri's mother made him bread. She would make him bread. And she'd put this ketzach on it so that it would absorb the flavor. And then, and then she would scrape it right off. So we had in the Mishnah that Rabbi Yehuda narrows down the bracha of ha'adama. It's not just ha'adama for all vegetables. Some vegetables are ha'adama, and the greens get and we also had seeds get Yes, he has at least three brachas. You don't narrow it down, we do it like we do today. Everything is ha'adama. Where did he get his idea from? Baruch Hashem Yom Yom. What you should only bless Hashem in the day, 
Every day, give him what the day is. So, on Shabbos, so you, on Shabbos, you give him a Shabbos bracha. On Yantav, you give him a Yantav bracha. On lettuce, the shayim. On seeds, zeroim. Each thing has its own bracha. Again, so here's another thing. We mentioned Papa. Look how different a Baruch Hu is than humans. If you have a full vessel, you can't fill up anymore. When he created humans, it's different. If a person is full of Torah, he could retain more Torah. But if he's empty, it's hard for him to retain Torah. If you heard, then you'll hear even more. Another pshat. Rabbi say, see if you give me chavit to my pshat when you're reading this line here. If you did chazara, says the Gemara. This is how Rashi says. Chazara, chazara, chazara. It's all about chazara. If you chazar, tishma bechadash, you'll be able to retain new stuff. And if you turn around from it and you don't, you won't listen anymore. And I think the pshat is, and I know Noam is going to love this pshat, like we said, when it comes to Dafyaymi, one of the things, the Ma'ala Sadaqi, if you learn it, you get to learn it again in Noam Abba, and that's the pshat. In Tishma, you be Yashan, in this world, then Tishma Bechadash, in the world to come, Noam Abba, you'll hear it again. Ah, Mardik. What do you say? Ah, he likes it. So that's Yashan. Very good. That's coming from Ari, who does tons of Chazaras. And unfortunately, because he does so much Chazaras, he's not going to join us in Sechel Shabbos because he knows it on the tip of his fingers. But he will join us when I'm not around. Maybe I'll give a few shiurim. Zok de Mishnah. Berach ala perois. Berach ala perois ilon. If you say on the fruit of a tree, that Baruch who created things from the ground, a tree is in the ground, so it includes also fruit, yotza. But if you said on a vegetable, you look at a, at a carrot and you say, Hashem created fruit of a tree, but the carrot doesn't grow on the tree, it grows in the ground, because it do, doesn't make any sense what he's saying. And on all f- foods, and the Gemara is going to say, maybe perhaps there's an exception, Shahakal is a very general bracha that can include even fruits and vegetables. Mantana the Iker Elon Ari, who does our Mishnah go according to Omar Nachma Yitzchok Rabbi Yehudahi? This Nan. We're talking about Bikurim. You bring the first fruit of the Shiva Saminim to the Bisamikdash, and when you get there, you say hold fila, and what you say is that this land that Akushbarhu gave us, gave me. Now, what happened was on his way, he found out before he got to, to Yushlaim, he finds out that his stream dried up. That his tree that he grows fruit on, somebody knocked it down. So what should he do? Should he thank Hashem for the, for the land that Hashem gave him? It's already cursed. It's not so nice anymore to say, oh, so like you're poking fun at Hashem, look at the land that you gave me. But there's, no, uh, there's a dried up stream in my land. Because Rabbi Yudah holds, what's the ikir? The ikir is the land, it's the dirt. Everything else is secondary. So the tree grows out of the land. So Memele, that's the Pshat in the Mishnah. The, the eights, 
the tree, no, no, but if you said a hadama on an apple, an apple grows out of the ground. It happens to be 20 feet off the ground on a tree, but the tree is secondary to the ground, and therefore it makes sense that our Mishnah goes according to Rabbi Yehuda. Alperis Haaretz, Pshita, if you mess up the wording and you say on a, on a carrot, it's of course you're not, Wheat is a tree. And if wheat is a tree, perhaps you could say, on wheat. No, you can't. So this is the famous machloikis. What did Adam Arishan eat from the Eitz Adas? What was the fruit? Three-way machloikis. It was grapes. If you think about it, what food in this world causes the most damage? Grapes. All the drunk driving, all the shikarim, all the... Beer. Vatka. Fine. Anyway, maybe Yilala Allah Adam. No, we're saying that it's not wheat, that it's Geffen. So, Mela, it makes sense that Adam Rishon was Chaita with this famous wine, the grape. Shinema Vayeshmin Ayayim Vayishkar, what happened to Noyach? Also, he drank, and all, all tsars happened. It was a fig. I'm sure this is Rabbi Pesson Seifer of Midah Kenegad Midah. In other words, why did Akash Baruch Hu give him the, 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 the leaves of a, of a fig? Because he was chayt in the fig. It makes sense. Midah, to, to, not so much Midah Kenegad Midah, but to compensate, so to speak. Also, I, th- I think they say, I'm pretty sure, that other trees didn't even, weren't willing to give from their leaves. I'm not giving, I'm an apple tree. I don't want to give you leaf. You're, you're a chayta. The fig was kind of forced to. So it makes sense. Because he was able to use the teina. He did the chet from the teina. Rabbi Yudah Oimer, and here's the point. The teina had to give him the leaves because the teina let him take the fruit. That's what I'm saying. Right, if he let him take. That's it. Yeah. No choice. Why was the fig forced to give? Because he was chaytah from it. Rabbi Yudah Oimer, chito haisa. It was wheat. Why? It makes a lot of sense. What is it called? It's called eight tzadas. The, the tree of intelligence. It gives you das. Sheinatinik yedeh likris abba v'imo achitim tam dogon. A, tr- a, a, a child, we call it a tree because he ate from it. So it's called, you see that it's a tree because the Torah calls it a tree. It's a tree. Whatever the Torah calls a tree is a tree. And it's called a tzadas. And if he ate chita, must be that wheat is a tree. And why? Because it makes sense. Through wheat, through carbs, you get das. I think even today we understand that it, it, it feeds the brain. I'm just thinking about it loud now. I might be wrong. Salgadadechamino. I would think that he should make eights on wheat. The branch will come and produce more fruit. But once you remove the wheat, it doesn't grow again. What's the classic example of that? Everybody knows a banana. Banana can only, it only produces one time. That's it. And if you cut it down all the way to the bottom, maybe it grows again a couple of times. But the point is that branch cannot grow another fruit. So therefore, you don't make a bari pri eight. Ella, bari pri hadama. In other words, in, in order for it to be a eight, it has to be perennial and not an annual. Yeah? Annual are those flowers that, that will come out once and they die. Perennials. All right. Zok to Gemara. Valkulanim Omer Shahakol. 
Shahakal is great for everything besides wine and bread. Explains Rashi because wine, you don't drink, sometimes you don't drink wine because you want to drink wine. When you do have a dollar, do you really want to drink wine now? You have to do kiddush, you make wine. So in other words, the, the, the wine is there, you're forced, not so much to, for a drink. So mainly we make a special brach on it to show that it's unique. It's the wine, that, that it's not the drink as much as the wine itself. And why not, why not, and why bread? Because sometimes bread, you can do kiddush on bread if you don't have wine. It's interesting, we had this yesterday, Tysus points it out twice. When Rabbi Yochanan argues with Rav Huna, who's the halacha like? Says Taisvis, the halacha is like Rabbi Yochanan. Why? Because when Rabbi Yochanan argues with Rav Huna's Rebbe, who's Rav, Rabbi Yochanan beats him. So certainly with the Talmud, who's Rav Huna. Okay. So Mamela, it comes out that a shahakal is good for bread and wine, if you make that mistake. Name it a person invented his own bracha. He's spontaneous. He said, It's so beautiful. Blesses Hashem that created it. Nothing to do with what we have in the Siddur. Yatza. One man says Yatza. The same thing. Yatza. If somebody changes, if somebody changes from the minted coin, in other words, Chachamim made a very specific bracha, that's specific words. If you change any of the words, or you make up your own bracha, you're not yoitza. This is all nidan, and if you miss a word, not a miss, but we're going into, he created his own bracha. He's not yoitza. Neymar. Hmm? They standardize it, like, yeah, like, how are this? Name Ravuna the Omar Kiribiyasi. Ravuna that says that Shahakal doesn't work on wine, he holds like Kiribiyasi, that, that Rabbi says, he's not Yoytze. Now, Taisis has a bomb kasha because Rabbi admits that Shahakal works for everything. So you are Mishan. If I take a Shahakal and I make it on an apple, I am Yoytze. Uh, but why are you saying that all of a sudden wine, when I'm not Yoytze and wine, then I'm like Ravuna that says, how does that fit? Okay, so the Rishonim deal with that. Name it, yeah. Rabbi Yochanan says that Shahaka works on everything. On bread and wine. Say like Rameir that if you just make up your own bracha, it's also good. So you made up your own bracha, shahakal, it works on bread and wine, and everybody's saying the same. No, there's ways to look at it differently. I know that I'm Rafael Rebmeyer. Rebmeyer says that I can make up any, any wording I want in a bracha. Look what he did. He said, How beautiful is this bread? But he mentioned bread when he was eating bread. He just said a shahakal. Yeah, so in other words, there's pros and cons to everything. Shahakal is a standardized bracha, a very general bracha, doesn't mention bread. But when a person makes up his own bracha, it's not standardized, it doesn't come from Chachamim, but it mentions bread. So you could go both ways, says the Gemara. 
That Rabbi Yechon says shahakal is good for everything, even for bread and wine. I know that I'm Rafi Lula Rabbi Yoisi that says that you can't be Mishana from Beshetov Chacham. I can only come Rabbi Yoisi also. This table is shaking way too much, and that means the camera is shaking too much. Rabbi Yoisi also made a Mishum to call my brochot like the Kinura Bonon. Avil Omar Shahakal Niyabi Dvarad, the Kinura Bonon, it comes right out of the Siddur, Rabbonon Mishakal, Afil Rabbi Yoisi Moida. Maybe Rabbi Yoisi Moida that Shahakal is good. Says the Gemara on the same line, but even more. Biyoman Raya, I looked it up, he's not mentioned anywhere else in Shah, so it seems like he's just a shepherd. Karach Rifta, not so much a Tamil Chacham, I'm saying. I don't know, it could be he was, but it doesn't seem like he was. It just happened to be that this shepherd, now, how would you read this Gemara? Karach Rifta, what does that mean? What is the simple Lush in Karach Rifta? What? It has to be more than that. It has to be that he ate the sandwich that he made. Otherwise, ha, what's Pshat? It says, Omar. Baruch According to you, what bracha did he make? He made a moitzi? But for what? For his first bracha or last bracha? First bracha. So that's not the pshan of the Gemara. The pshan of the Gemara is that he made a, a birkus amazin. So l'chayra, they understood that from just karach rifta means he ate his bread. How does the, the Masifta say on, on karach rifta? Did he ate or he made a sandwich? So you have to say, it's Pasha. You have to say that he ate the bread. Baruch Rechman Ha'epito. Omar Rav, because, yeah, when I was reading it, I also, that's how I, that's... What? Ha'oichol pas nikro rifta, karach rifta, when you eat it, that's how the, the Lashon of the Gemara of karach rifta means that you're eating it. Fine. Omar Rav, yotza he's yotza birkas hamazim with four words. My kids would love this. So I'm sorry, not my kids, my wife. I'm still allowed to make fun of it. Baruch Rechman Four words, birkas hamazim. Amrav Yotzav Amrav Kol Bracha Shein Baskor Hashem Ein Bracha. What do you mean? He only said four words. No mention of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Domar Birch Rachmana Marei Daipita, the master like Adoin. Sumail is five words, and he's Yotzav Birch Zamazim. Ah, Vobein and Shalosh Brachas. What are you talking about? Everybody agrees that Midaraisi you need at least three Brachas in Birch Zamazim. My Yotzav the Kamarav Nami Yotzi they Bracha Rishayna. So this guy comes along, invents a new Bracha, says five words. He's Yaitza, the first bracha of Birkis HaMazat. Michael Mashmalan, no big Chiddush. So most likely, the Chiddush is not that he said Hashem's name. You have to say Hashem's name, so he said Hashem's name. So what is the Chiddush exactly? That he said in Aramaic? You let to say it in Aramaic, Tanino. There's five things that you can say in Aramaic in any Lashon in English. Pasha Saita, Vidu Maiser, yeah, when you give Maiser, any Maiserishan, Shani, whatever, Ani. By Pesach, the Achrin Pesach, you come along and you give him Vidu Meiser. The Gemara is actually going to discuss a little bit of it. Bring the Pesukim later. Ukriyashma, you could say Kriyashma in English. Utfila and Shmonesri in English. Ubrikis Hamazin in English. So, what is the big Chiddush that this guy did? Great. If you say, you take the art scroll, the interlinear or whatever it's called, that Siddur, you say word for word, English, you're translating, what is it called? The one that. Translator, no, there's two. One is the word underneath. Interlinear. Yeah, the, the one that, the, you say word for word, it's okay. That you could say in English. But if you're just making up a whole new nusach, and it's in English, that's two strikes. Perhaps that's not good. How do you say it in English? What if you don't say Shem Hashem in English? 
The master, I don't know. No, I'm saying in English. He's asking, how do you say Hashem's name in English? By the way, Jonathan is not here. I hope he's watching. He's also in Elad. We have like three guys in Elad. Yes, sir, is this a shtus kasha? I have to go back a second. The whole shit should go to Elad. Let's do brachas, see him brachas in Elad. Nobody will ever show up. All the from guys will love, what? Shkatsim. He's in Chutzlars. Who goes to Chutzlars? Anyways. My Chavrusa didn't want to come to my daughter's wedding because he's in Chutzlars. Never, never gone to Elad. It's Chutzlars. Anyway, um, going back just real quickly because he asked a good kasha. I thought it was a good kasha. It was really, he's not here. It was a klutz kasha. I'm sorry because I saw the answer. I, I learned it, but I forgot. He's asking that, uh, that spinach is hadama. And if you have... Uh, and, and even if cooked cabbage is shahakal, but what about the spinach? But Rashi says on the spinach, it's also cooked. All three of them are, all of them are So they're all shahakal. Fine, plus kasha. Another thing I forgot to mention yesterday, it's very important, now they have an extra minute. What if a person makes a bracha on one seed of a pomegranate? Now you have to make a bracha rishonim that we discussed yesterday on anything you eat, even a, the most minute amount, you can't have enough from this world without a bracha. You make a bracha on a tiny little seed. Yesterday we were talking about a kezayis, a zayis. You make a bracha achroina, but it's not the shear. So the Tosis yesterday mentions, yes, it's called a bria. A bria, even in a small, if it's a full, round thing. So why in olive yesterday we had a shayla and it says Tosis because they took the seed out. So it's broken. Fine. Oh, another very important thing that I forgot to mention in the morning, I mentioned at night, is this is a crazy halacha. You have a whole bowl of pomegranate seeds. You're about to eat them. I don't know what you guys like. Whatever you like. You take one, you say, and it falls out of your hand. But you have kavana for the whole, you're looking at this, you're talking about this, but you know you're going to eat this. Tosis says you have to make another height. Because your bracha was focused on this one, and it's on the ground. Redo the bracha. Big chiddush. We pass in like the Ramah, I think, that if you make a general bracha, it's not, you're not focused, then it's on everything, obviously. But you focus on this one. That's the chiddush. No, water is different. He talks about a water. Water in a stream. Water in a stream, because your mind is, your mind is all the water. But over here, you had a focus. That's the problem. Your focus ruined it. Zogdimara, I think I took this, I, I thought I had uh, eight minutes. We could do everything in eight minutes, but uh, it's a big, okay. Zogdimara. Right? If he said it the exact same words, if you didn't say the exact same words like It's very essential that you mention Hashem's name in the bracha. So it could be that answers your question. That you need to say Hashem's name. And maybe in English it's not. I don't know. We have to look it up. You have to mention the fact that Hashem is a king. In other words, he admits that you have to say Hashem's name. That's for sure. But you have to add also a melech. Seems like Rav, because we have a Furusha Brisa. Talking about those, the, the tefillah that you say when you bring Vidui Meiser. So it says in the Torah, I didn't forget to bench, to say Bracha. And I said Hashem's name. Doesn't mention anything about kingdom. Yeah, you're right. You have to amend it. You have to insert. is a big trouble with this brisa. Therefore, he has to amend the brisa. The Rishayim discuss how's it possible? We know that the only bracha in the Torah is Yerushalmazan. So how are you telling me that there's a bracha for for Meiser? 
So they say, no, this Pasuk is not a real thing. It's, it's an Asmachta, and there's a bunch of Rishonim on this. Says the Mishnah. Anything that doesn't grow on the ground, you say Shakal. Now, Vinegar. What's vinegar? It's your good wine that went sour. And Noiblois. We're going to see what Noiblois are. But basically, they are dates that are ruined. They, they were burnt in the sun. Valagovai. Locust. We have now, right, in the world, there's a big thing of locust going on. I don't know if you heard about this. It's going in Africa. Is locust a good thing or a bad thing? Locust is a, is a curse. So if you're, if, we, if you're a Temani today and you want to eat a locust, what bracha do you make on it? Says Rabbi We say Shaakal. Rabbi says no. Since it's a curse, you eat it as is. Without a bracha. What if a person has different fruits in front of him? Apples, oranges, and a pomegranate. It goes by the Shiva Saminim. Shiva Saminim is first. Tomorrow we're going to discuss at greater length how that works exactly. You make a bracha on the one that you like more. And what is that called? Chaviv. What does Chaviv mean? Let's say I'm looking at two fruits right now. I love apples. But there's an apple and an orange. Today I'm not in the mood for an apple. What's chaviv? What? Chaviv now. Anybody else? The rush says chaviv in general. That lacha is chaviv in general. I knew it would be a chiddush. The other rishonim say what? The Rambam. The Ram Machloikis. Very good hill. The Rambam says now. Then it almost makes sense. No. In general, for you. Meat, chicken, fish. Milk, eggs, cheese, shackle. Now, story about Shuva came to me. He said, I was on a, on a crazy long trip. We were in, I forgot where it was in Africa. And don't ask what happened, but we, on Shabbos, we had Lechem Mishnah. It was spoiled, right? It had mold on it. And Baruch Hashem, we, we controlled ourselves. We were misgaber, and we made hamaytzi lechem in aretz on on this uh, on this bread. And I told him, like I told uh, another guy, Syria, a guy that I helped make about tshuva. He called me up, Eli. I, I got to tell you, I just ordered the first time in my life. I just ordered the sandwich from this Trafer restaurant in Chicago. I told him, leave the cheese off the chicken. And I'm a kind, so I had to ruin it for him. I told him, listen, that's not really. I explained to him, chicken also has to, it's not just chicken and, and that. Explained to him. So over here also, I told the guy, listen, this is not, this is not a hamaytzi. You don't make hamaytzi in that. And he was very depressed because he had to eat moldy bread to be, to be yaitzi this thing. Why? And, and it's <laughs> yeah, because I. If you have moldy bread, you make a shahako. You're not yaitzi. You don't make amoytzi on it. Valyayin chigrim, spoiled wine. Valtavshe shibet surosoy, oy mishakol. Alamel vazomis on salt water and water and and salt. Valkmeim on truffles, right? What's truffle? The, the most expensive food in the world. Upitrius, oy mishakol. Lemeimra de kmeim upitrius lav giduli. I know Rav Shomer has something to say about kmeim. Lav giduli karganinu. Vatanya. So Mela, you're telling me that anything that grows in the ground, you make adama, but Truffles and and uh, and uh, mushrooms, you don't. So you're telling me that they're not, they don't grow from the ground. But Tanya, I know you do my parents' If a person says I'm not going to eat anything that grows from the ground, also 
Beperzar. It's a mutter became a pitchers. He's he's allowed to eat vim omar kogadule karkolai. Anything that grows, also I became a pitchers. It's also so. In other words, it does grow. Amar abayo mir beravu ma'ara menek lo They don't draw nourishment from the actual soil. They might get moisture from it, but not actual. But it says Giduloi. So you have to amend this and say it's talking about nourishment from the ground. What are these noivlois? My noivlois There's two types of dates. One that gets burnt in the sun, and one that falls off from the wind. Now, something that gets burnt in the sun, I can understand why it changes the bracha. The bracha changes from eight to shakal. It's burnt, it's worthless. But if it falls from the sun, we have a problem. Review the holds that if it's a curse, you don't make a bracha. I understand if it's burnt, that's a curse. Why is that a curse if it fell off the tree from the wind? Ashara, you're right. It's not talking about the tomorrow, it's talking about the locusts. I can understand if it's burnt, it's a shahakal. Just because it fell off the tree by wind, Shackle. But it creates me by a little bruche. It remains right. Ella says the Gemara. Obviously, our mission is talking about that it's burnt, and therefore the bracha changes, and therefore it's considered a curse. There's another Mishnah that mentions a word noivlois tomorrow, not just plain noivlois, but noivlois tomorrow. This none. But Dmai, what does Dmai mean? You have Amaretz that, that sold you something, you don't know whether or not he gave Trumas or Maestris. Since he's Amaretz, you must do it again. However, the Mishnah says, things that are extremely inexpensive, we're not choshish that the Amaretz is going to try to cut corners. He'll give, all of a sudden he becomes a tzaddik. When he has 10 ton that's worth a dollar, he'll give, he'll give, uh, give Maestris. Ha'kalan shebidmai, ha'shitim, va'arimim, v'uzradim, b'noi shuach, the Gemara explains what these are. So it says here, that's one of the cheap things. Shitin, what's shitin? It's, uh, I don't know. We'll look it up in the article. I don't have time, so I'm not going to get into everything. White dates. Sycamore figs. Shilei gufne. The, 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 what? What? Dovle. Gufnin, what's, what's grapes? Shilei gufnin. The, the late, the late the blossomers, the they don't taste very good. Nitzpah is what we had, the caper berries, pircha. Noivlois tomorrow. This is what we need. What is a noivlois tomorrow? So in our mission we said noivlois is the burnt dates. The burnt ones. They're very cheap. They're very cheap because they're burnt. Sveikin the potter. Havadon chayo. But if it fell off the tree, why you chayav? It's hefker fell off the tree. If I make a pile out of my out of my dates that fell off the tree, even though they're hefker, I'm chayav meiser. Let's stop over here because we're already late.
Have a wonderful day. Like clover? It's not a clover. Why not? It's no, no, no. It makes you sick. No, that.